Hey, in this video, we're gonna talk about anxious attachment in relationships, how to know if you want and how to heal it. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, creator of the Magnetize the Man method. And let me tell you, for the last 10 plus years, I've helped thousands of single women all over the world starting to heal their attachment style so they can have their happily ever after and feel supported and cherished by the man that they truly desire. Now, it's really interesting because I actually was an anxious attachment style myself, right? Growing up in an emotionally absent household to a mother who's emotionally avoidant, I, of course, life to me became like a gambling game, right? So you wanna write that down right away. Like one way how you know that you're anxious is it really feels like a gamble, yeah? So sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't and you cannot predict it. You don't know when you get the love. You don't know when you get the I love you. You don't know when you get the next hug and that's why it becomes so unbearable inside of your system to maintain this tension, right? You're starting to feel tension inside of your body that really, really is gruesome to your mind, you know, to your psyche, to your fight or flight system and wants to create, you know, certainty about that, right? So that's like number one, that's how you know. And so fast forward a few years when I started dating and of course attracting, which we do another video on that, on the avoidant attachment style, meaning men who were really emotionally conflicted inside of themselves, right? They were a walking parts conflict. Well, I always say you attract who you're being because I was also a walking parts conflict as well. Because another example of the anxious attachment style is their want love, right? But then um, they pretend like, you know, it's all okay, right? Like I, I'm not gonna ask for it because I'm not gonna get it anyways, right? So really important about that too. So it really also shows up big time in communication in relationships. So because I was dating all those unavailable men, guess what? You know, I started to become even more anxious. Why? Because I started to, and I tried and attempted to predict, you know, like when is the other shoe gonna drop, right? When is he stop texting me, right? When is he gonna tell me it's over, right? And so I went in and out and up and down and all around on this emotional roller coaster of chaos, of drama, of confusion, of overwhelm, of pain, and all the emotions of the rainbow that you can possibly imagine, which I'm sure you can relate to as well. Whether you are an anxious attachment style or you are dating one, you're one, you're in one with in a relationship. So guess what's really important is, so what I did in my dating, right? So really, again, we are uncovering, are you an anxious attachment style versus also like, are you dating an anxious attachment style, right? It is really like, you want kind of like everything right away, right? So when you date an anxious attachment style, right? You get a lot of this, you were this always wanted, never expected miracle, and are you my dream woman, and you're it, and you know, and, and the thing is like, after they say that, right, they actually become super anxious, 
you know, they become actually super clingy and super needy. And I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I really mean that in a behavioral cognitive pattern, right? In the dynamic that they really need approval through you, right? Like they tell you basically, feed me, feed me, give me attention, right? Um, give me your love, right? Feed me with your affection, whatever it may be. So there's a lot of like outsourcing of their own power on to you. So they don't really have this core inside of themselves that's really strong, that's really foundational, right? But instead, they gave, gave it over to you, right? Now, if you're the anxious attachment style, the same applies to you, right? So that means you're giving all your power away, right? You think that your partner is the be all end all, that he solves all the problems, that without him you can't love again, without him you can't have as much fun, right? And you're the one who always misses your partner way more than your partner misses you. Now, another important sign of really that anxious attachment in relationships is future anticipation, right? Now, what do I mean by that? Now, what you want to look at is, okay, how much am I actually like future projecting? Okay. And I'm saying, well, you know, like, it's going to be great. We're going to walk down the aisle, right? You see that a lot on Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor, right? All those reality TV shows. It's like, oh my God, he's going to be the best daddy for my son. And, you know, like he's everything I've always hoped for. Now, keep in mind, this is like after one or two dates. Not really realistic, right? Because all this guy has shown you in your dating, in your relationship, is actually who they want you to see. They want you to see him in a certain way, right? So you don't know yet who he is. You're still uncovering that. You're still exploring that. But the anxious attachment style doesn't have space for that. There is no exploration, right? There is only certainty. There is only future projection. There is only this is it, right? And, and what happens is, and it's really, really interesting because then afterwards, as if the anxious attachment style actually unconsciously knows that, they do get anxious, right? So let's say if they really knew, like the secure attachment style, right? Because they really know this in their core. So if the anxious really knew, yes, this guy's going to call me back. Yes, he is the one, right? Yes, he is the father of my kids and he wants to be the father of my kids then there would be no anxiety if he wouldn't call right away or if he wouldn't text right away, right? Or if he doesn't tell you right away that he loves you or whatever it may be, right? You wouldn't feel that anxiety, right? But what happens instead? You know, what happens instead is like you know neuronal pathways, right? Know what it feels like to be disappointed, abandoned, left right? Feeling inadequate, feeling shame, right? So that's what your neuronal pathways know. That's what your system knows. So it creates that over and over again, right? So you attract men into your life. And oftentimes it is then also an avoidant attachment style that really gives you like your nightmare on earth that you feel like you can't wake up from. So that's a little bit of a sign of like, you know, I always tell my girlfriends, you know, just be mindful, you know, if there's a guy who knows right away and is all over you and sends you all those messages and poetries and it seems like he doesn't have his own life, 
you know, be mindful because that is most likely an anxious attachment. Now, let's talk about how to actually start healing it. We talked a lot about how to uncover what it is because we always say, you know, a problem half really good defined is already 50% solved. Okay, so if you already know, okay, so as an anxious attachment style, and I knew that too, and I had more first dates than you will ever count, I was single my entire life, that's right, girlfriend, you know, and that's what made me actually study psychology, particularly attachment styles at UC Berkeley, and really, really become a specialist in that, right, really specialize in that, because that was my deepest pain point. So quick story to that because we go into, before we go into the healing. For me, it went too far because I know what you want to tell me. Well, Antje, you don't know what this means. You know, I, you know, I can't even sleep. You know, I have panic attacks. Girlfriend, I get it. When I was, gosh, this was like, you know, 10 years before I met my husband, right? Oh my gosh, I had this guy I met, right? Like we, uh, we were dating. And out of the sudden, he was not getting back to me. I called him, he didn't pick up the phone. So literally, and I kid you not, right? Because remember, I couldn't hold that tension, that uncertainty, right? Inside of myself, that space of emptiness, of the unknown, I couldn't hold that because to me that meant that's the end of the world, right? I'm the only one on the planet, right? Nobody's gonna save me, nobody's gonna rescue me, right? And so I didn't, of course, wanna feel that. I didn't wanna feel that deep level of desperation that, of course, as my baby infant self, before I was 18 months old, of course, felt in every fiber of my being, right? Where there were moments where, as a baby, I did not know if I'm gonna survive right? And that's why the system doesn't want to go to. So I didn't want to go there either. So what do I do now that I was 19 years old? Well, I called him every five minutes, okay? I don't know, maybe even every three minutes. You know, do you know this feeling that like time and space just like totally disappears when you go into panic? Well, that was me. Until my best friend at the time said, okay, this is enough. You left enough voice messages. I forgot what that movie was called where he calls her like, I don't know how many times, leaves her messages. And it's just like, okay, you know, by now you think this, you know, he has like all those monologues with himself. <laughs> so that was basically me. You know, now I'm laughing about it because I'm happily married for five years to my dream man. But what I did back then was my friend said, okay, guess what? I'm just going to drive you over there right? And you're just going to freaking wait for this guy and you're going to confront him and you're going to find out if he's into you or not, right? And so here I am. I'm in Hamburg, okay? It's like January, freezing cold. So I'm putting on like a million, you know, down jackets and hot tea and I have like this huge blanket. And honestly, when I sat down in this corner, I must have looked like I'm like a homeless bum, right? Like, I mean, visualize that, right? Like it's in the middle of the night, you know what I mean? And it's like this person that's like, <laughs> sits there in your driveway. So I'm sitting there, you know? And so five minutes go by. Half an hour goes by, an hour goes by. Who knows how long? And I started freezing like crazy and I was about to call my friend. And out of the sudden, I see the lights of a car, right? <gasps> and my heart started pounding much, much faster and the, the car drove, came slower, right? Because obviously they saw me because the light was like right at me. 
you know, they must have been like, what is going on? And so, you know, the windshield went down of the driver's side of the car and it was a woman, you know, it was actually a younger woman, right? Which turned out had to be his sister. And basically she told me, well, first of all, she invited me in for hot coffee and so on and so forth. And she's like, well, don't waste your time, you know? Um, but I will tell you, right, that was like such an embarrassing experience. So if you say, well, Antje, you don't even know how crazy I can get, like how stalky I can get, girlfriend, I get it. I sat in a guy's driveway for several hours in a freezing cold and then had to face that shame of like, oh my God, the sister is going to tell him and so on and so forth, right? So that's why I am an expert. I know where you're at and I also know you can get out of this. So let's talk about how to actually heal this, okay? So tip number one is stop filling in the blanks. Okay, so what I did so many times and so many single women that come to me, right, that struggle with trust issues, attracting emotionally unavailable men, is they fill in the blanks, right? How does that look like? Well, they say, oh, I had a great date. He's so in love with me, right? Like we flirted, it was amazing, I can't wait to hear back from him. Stop filling in the blanks. You don't know if he flirted with you. You don't know if he's gonna call you back, right? And actually, you know that you don't know. That's why you're trying to tell yourself that you know, right? And then you actually create more anxiety inside of yourself because a part of you knows that it's just a story. It's a shadow that you project on the wall and it's not the real 3D multidimensional person, okay, that you hope that's gonna call you again. So stop that, okay? Very important. You know, because when I stopped doing that, I started doing so much better, right? I could sleep. I noticed like, wow, I was not that attached anymore, right? Tip number two on really how to heal your attachment style, your anxious, anxious attachment style in relationships is lean into the unknown. Remember what I said in the beginning? Like you want to create certainty in your life, right? You want to have the known and you hate the unknown, but guess what? That's where the golden nugget lies, right? Um, I forgot who said it, but the cave that you seek, that, that you fear to enter, holds the treasure that you seek. And that really means the unknown that you fear to enter, right? Like has everything that you desire, has the freedom, has the release, has the peace that you hope that you're gonna get from being with a man, right? Or of course, being in a relationship with a man. So that's number two. So don't forget that piece, very, very important. And I also have to tell you the next tip I have for you, and that's gonna take a little bit of practice, is really letting go of your addiction to drama, right? Because think about it. What did I say before? Everything feels like a gamble to the baby, right? The baby screams, so I screamed, and I didn't know, is my mom gonna come and give me milk, or is she gonna say, we're gonna try the cryout method and she has to learn that she has to source herself, right? Which by the way, please, if you have kids, do not ever try the cryout method unless you want to create 
an anxious attachment style, if not even worse, like an avoidant attachment style, okay? So, now what does that mean? That means that you have to really start practicing to not mistake chemistry, right, from compatibility, right? Because so far, you said, oh my God, I'm so attracted to the sky. My heart is racing a million miles a minute. Ooh, I have all those sparks flying. The butterflies are flying out of the stomach too. And I have this crackling chemistry that's, that I feel that goes up and down my spine, and, <laughs> right? That kind of energy, that like almost like shivering, feel-good energy, right? And you think like, that means he's the one, right? girlfriend, I hate to tell you, to break the news to you, but that means you're about to repeat the same dysfunctional pattern that's, by the way, addictive over again, right? That means you're going to get yourself into another gamble relationship where you don't know if he wants to stay with you, if you're the one, if he loves you, if you bother him, who do you think you are, right? You will continue to dwell in self-doubt. However, if you are willing to let go of this like emotional like activation and explosion that you think is the sign of passion, like we see it in the notebook, in all the Hollywood movies, right? Then you actually get the right man for you, right? If you actually get to be with a man and you can enjoy yourself being with a man that you don't have this instant crackling chemistry with that drives you nuts, that has you not sleep, not eat, right? Uh, which by the way, is already the addictive pattern, you know? And you're willing to actually be with a man where you feel like, I don't know, it feels a bit like a friendship, it feels good. It doesn't feel crazy attractive, but I enjoy my company with him and I, I'm, I'm attracted to him, but like not like in a crazy way. Right? Like if you're willing to go like with the happy medium and allow that to grow because it will grow because you feel more safe, secure, supported by this particular man, that's when you can actually heal from that anxious attachment in relationships. Right? So that is really, really important. You got to be honest with yourself because that means letting go of drama, letting go of this whole movement and that the movement on the surface means that's love. And then if it's calm because with the right man, with a secure attachment style, it is going to feel calm, right? It's going to feel non-dramatic, right? And so what that means is that you are willing to look to the bottom of the pond. Because think about it, if you make waves on the top of the pond, how likely can you see to the bottom of the pond? Not very likely, right? But of course, when it's calm, you can see all the way to the bottom, you see yourself, you see him, you feel authentic, you trust because you know you're being authentic, you know you're not projecting, right? And you actually trust his love. And you also, you no longer have this addictive pattern because you actually create new neuronal pathways, right? Neurons that wire together, fire together, okay? So those are the three tips that I have for you how to heal your attachment, your anxious attachment in your romantic relationships, right? And so if you're like, gosh, Antje, this is truly, truly 
just so much gold, so much wisdom, and I just really need to know a way more how to do that than invite you to come on a Magnetize the Man Clarity Call with me where we get crystal clear, girlfriend, what's getting in the way for you in the very important moments, you know, what has you be pulled back into future anticipation, into secretly hoping, wishing, and, and future thinking, right? You know, because we really wanna come back to the present, yeah? So you gotta really know what is that pivot point, what is that linchpin that pushes you over the edge again? So for that, hop on over to magnetizetheman.com, magnetizetheman.com. Looking forward to seeing you on the other side Super excited to help you heal from the anxious attachment in relationships and really attract a man who's secure and you enjoy being and feeling secure and safe and taking care with him as well. All right, ladies, this is it for today. Much love to you and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.